Hey guys, it's Dominique and I am back with another episode of the Wise Words Podcast. I hope that everybody listening had a really good holiday, y'all. I had a really good holiday. I got some really nice gifts. Got to spend time with my family and you know, that is just always such a huge blessing to get to spend time with the people that you love. And so I'm just hoping that everybody else had just as, you know, great of a holiday as I did. And now I am back with another topic (laughs) for today's episode. The episode is actually going to be about words. And I know that this sounds really, you know, blunt or really vague, especially since the podcast is called Wise Words. (laughs) But, But seriously, though, like it's talking about the importance and the things that we say and how powerful it truly is. It definitely takes more of a toll on our mental health and our spiritual health than people really think and that's why I think it's one of those topics that's kind of I'm not going to say it's forgotten but it's not stressed enough about the importance and the things that you say and the things that you speak and so that's definitely what I want to touch on today um I was starting off multitasking when I was recording this episode because y'all it's the after Christmas sale specifically Bath and Body Works today so it's like I am going to get this episode done so I can go to the sale because God knows it's probably going to be packed and I got some stuff I got to get because I got to give cards so yes I love Bath and Body Works shout out to them but (laughs) but for real though uh, I'm going to still take my time in this episode because like I said this is a really important topic and I want you guys to grasp it on both ends both the mental health perspective and the spiritual health perspective okay And like I say in every single episode, be sure to rate this podcast five stars, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to share it. Be sure to share the website link to my blogs. Be sure to, you know, pass this message on, excuse me, to anyone who you feel like it could encourage. But all right, let's jump into it. All right, y'all. So the topic today is words. If I had to go a little bit deeper into, you know, the specifics of the topic, it's not just words, but it's the power of our words, the power in the things that we say or speak. And so starting off on my mental health perspective, you know, going on my little therapist soapbox and, you know, doing this job, I still can't believe I've been in the field, you know, actively working for like over six months, but As I have been learning more and more about the job, because I'm always learning something. And as I have learned in my own therapy journey, which, you know, is coming to an end now. And going through, you know, my own period of getting help and, you know, becoming a better version of Dominique. I have realized that words are really, 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 really important. Why? Well, because I'm going to give you guys like a textbook kind of definition of it so in a mental health sense I like to call this affirmations so there are positive affirmations there are negative affirmations right and if we look at the definition of affirmation affirmation is literally the action or process of affirming something or being affirmed if I had to look at a synonym it would show synonyms like declaration statement pronouncement promise pledge ratification confirmation what do all those synonyms have in common well let me tell you they are requires some type of speech it requires you to say something so whenever I am like teaching my clients especially you know positive affirmations 
I'm telling them about how you have to speak positive. You have to speak positive because when you speak positive, you're going to think positive. That's why it's called a f- affirmation. You are affirming yourself. You're affirming what you believe. You're affirming what you're speaking. And as you affirm it, you're declaring it and you're wanting it to kind of confirm into your life. That actually goes back to if you haven't listened to the episode about faith and you know how it works, definitely go listen to that episode because I talk about self-fulfilling prophecy. So self-fulfilling prophecy and affirmation go hand in hand, just like when you have faith and you're supposed to speak it like you have faith, you know, in the Bible. Same thing in a mental health perspective with self-fulfilling prophecy and affirmations. If you are, you know, trying to fulfill this thought of who you are or who you want to become and you're unintentionally acting in it, your words are going to have to match what you're thinking or what you're acting as. Like you have everything has to match, you know, it can't be incongruent. And what I I like that word (laughs) in my in my clinical aspect, because I use it sometimes whenever I'm doing like consultations and things. But incongruent means like it's not it don't match. Like if I was at work and I assessed somebody, excuse me, and I said that their demeanor and their affect was incongruent, it means like their demeanor said one thing, but their affect, like the facial expressions and things like that said another thing. Same thing with self-fulfilling prophecy and affirmation, same thing with faith and then your words that speak faith. They have to be congruent. If they're not congruent, if they're incongruent, then it's not going to match. Now, why is words so important to our mental health or affirmations? It just goes back to what I was telling y'all. If you keep speaking negative about yourself, negative is going to come. Have you guys ever noticed that like, especially in music, I think that music is one of the most powerful things that, you know, is in this world. That that's even Bible with that. But I'll save that for when I get into the spiritual perspective of it. But, you know, music it it has so much power so much anointing so much you know energy that is connected to it and that's why even with songs I have to be really really careful of the songs not only that I listen to but the words and lyrics that I say I I really be you know calling bs on people be like I really don't pay attention to the words or the words don't really matter man forget that you need to be paying attention to what you're saying Because what you're saying is either giving a message or it's speaking something out into existence that you have no clue about. Have y'all ever noticed like with musicians or artists and stuff, they speak things and they'll speak stuff about death. They'll speak stuff about, you know, all this terrible stuff. And then long and behold, it kind of comes to pass. It's 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 almost like they speak their own death, especially in the rap game. And I hate that, you know, because I love rap. But man, y'all, it's. (laughs) excuse me it's real it's rarely rappers that don't speak about their death and honestly you know when I rap or whatever because I used to rap and all of that you know just around friends and in ministry things like that but I I would never rap about my death I would never speak my death because who knows how that may come to pass and I ain't calling out specific rappers or anything like that but I mean just just go back and look and listen to their lyrics and stuff. I'm thinking like Tupac and Biggie. Man, Tupac literally said, you know, he had visions of him being in the hurts. You know, like he was speaking his death. If you really think about it, Biggie was too. And not to knock neither one of them because, you know, rap is rap. And I like the music. But I'm not speaking that when I, you know, listen to the song. I ain't saying that. I will purposely skip over that part and rap every other part except that part. Because, no, nah, I'm not speaking that. 
there's a lot of power in our words, even in like personal um, examples. Like for me, when you have affirmations, y'all, they should be like declarations, even when we pray. That's why, you know, it says in the Bible to be boldly whenever you're speaking in prayer and actually decreeing and declaring when you're on that next level prayer. I ain't talking about these little, you know, baby prayers. No offense to my newer Christians or Christians who are trying to get back to their way because I get that you got to start somewhere. But I'm talking about us seasoned Christians who, you know, you you know what spiritual warfare looks like. You can't go in there timid. You got to actually say it. And it's because you have to have that faith and belief in it so that it can come to pass. I know for me, I always tell my clients, you got to speak positive affirmations because the more you speak it, the more it actually starts to come. You know, the more it starts to manifest itself and come to pass. You're speaking into existence for a reason. And that can have an effect on mental health because if I always speak that I am a positive person or that I am peaceful and peace comes around me. Peace is going to come, even though life is still going to throw its problems at me. I'm going to remain in a peaceful state. I think that there's truth to that because, you know, I even take my personal life examples. There have been times where stuff will happen, like at my job or my family or something, and I will not be around. I literally could have just been there. But because, you know, I left or something, something else went down. And I always think back to the affirmations that I say for myself, you know, every day in the morning when I'm praying, things like that, or when I'm speaking my vision for 2022 and things like that, you know, the power of my words, I will say like, wherever Dominique Walker is, there is peace and things like, like I'm going to speak it because I have to believe that. And when you speak that the reason it's good for your mental health is because it goes back to self-fulfilling prophecy phenomenon. Like it actually, you're, you unintentionally start to follow that affirmation it's confirmed now so I'm gonna do things to bring peace right I'm not gonna be arguing I'm not gonna be you know start mess I'm not gonna be engaging or entertaining anything that brings discord or arguments and stuff I'm going to be a peacemaker I'm gonna remove myself or I'm not even gonna go near situations where there is there isn't no peace I'm gonna slowly you know remove myself like it's it's almost like I am literally affirming what just was, you know, what was just said. And that's the whole point of, excuse me, positive affirmations. And you guys, negative affirmations do the exact same thing. If you keep saying I'm broke or we ain't got no money or I'm never going to get married, I'm never going to. Then, of course, you know, your life is going to start to look like shambles because you you keep speaking negative. Even family, y'all like family and friends will sometimes speak the most negative stuff on people and I just can't stand that because it's like you're literally just bringing to pass everything that you're saying about that person and why do that you know that's why I try my best even when I and don't get me wrong because like I said I'm not perfect y'all I'm a work in progress myself the Lord knows it so even I I gotta catch myself when I say stuff about like my brothers or my friends or something that I'm just like okay let me let me reframe that they're not this but the actions that they're doing is this because really and typically you know we're really especially when we speak negative affirmations on other people we're really not speaking on that person we're speaking on their actions and I know that that's a somebody probably heard them like man that's deep but that's really the truth when I say man you stupid I I probably know in my heart okay this person is not really stupid but their actions are stupid and I think that their actions are stupid because of the consequences that came with it. But I don't think that they're stupid. But I have to catch myself and say, okay, they're not stupid. But what they did was dumb, you know, or what they're doing is dumb. 
and a lot of times, you know, even when we're saying that, man, they just evil or they just, you know, extra. No, they're not. Their actions are, but not the person. And we got to be careful speaking on people's character, y'all. Because again, if now if you speaking stuff and it comes to pass in your life and it, you know, affects your mental health, how do you think it's going to affect the people hearing it? Even if they don't hear it directly, but if they hear it from somebody else, because we all know people love the gospel and love to stir mess up. But again, that's a different topic for another episode. But, you know, it's going to affect them whenever they hear that. And that's the, you know, whole mental health perspective of it. It affects how we feel about ourselves. If I continue to say stuff like I'm ugly or I'm this or I'm that, it's going to affect how I move in life. It's going to affect how I feel about myself or how I view myself. It's going to feed into either a negative core belief or a positive core belief. And that's where you really got to watch what you're saying because your positive core belief is going to help you to live a healthy life. And it's going to have good mental health, you know, in the end because you're going to be matching up with that it's congruent but if you always speak negative then of course it's going to start to show in your actions and in your thought processes it's just going to come out like vomit you know when you got the stomach bug hate when i got the stomach bug because you can't you really can hold that stuff y'all like it just come out and that's really how it is you know the more words you speak the actions just yeah (laughs) you know like they just spew because everything has to be congruent And honestly, I feel like it's more of a spiritual undertone in that more than it is a mental health undertone, but it does affect the mental health. Because like I said, because I speak so much positive into my life, I think that that's why I'm always in such a good headspace, even when I'm alone or even when stuff is really not going as great. Because like I said, I ain't exempt. I love what my pastor Brandon Clack said today, you know, all nations myth shout out to them. Like, I love what he said, you know, in service today about when he was preaching, how God does not give us problem-free life. There is no such thing as a problem-free life, even if you are a devoted Christian. And I actually talk about that in my first episode about misconceptions. So, you know, go check that out if you need more information on that. But problems are still going to happen to me. But because I speak so much positive affirmations into my life and I make a practice of it daily, I still remain in a good headspace. And my actions align with it. So, I'm not going to try to be around a bunch of people who speaking negative or I, I just can't do it. Even if it's family, like I gotta, I have to get away and it doesn't mean I'm going to completely avoid people. And there's a difference in that, which again is another episode. I'm excited for 2022. I'm going to have really <laughs> good episode topics and you know, some more guests too. Cause I've just been trying to put all that into the works, but stay tuned y'all. But anyway, for real though, like, I have to continue to speak that because that's just what's going to happen. And it's going to keep me in a good mental space. Like I'm going to always have some type of contentment because I know that I'm speaking that positive stuff into my life and it's going to, you know, come out of my actions. Whereas if I was always speaking negative, it would keep me in a negative headspace. And if you guys notice the people who we typically don't want to be around or we don't want to, you know, hang around, they're always the people who speak some kind of negative stuff on themselves, almost like clockwork. I'm broke. Don't nobody love me. Nobody cares about me. And you know what? They speak it in joking ways and it still has power in it. Go back to like the examples of music and stuff. You could be speaking it and not have no intention that, okay, I want this to come true. But because you are speaking it, it's going to happen. You got to watch what you say, you know. And I'm really going into the spiritual perspective before I even officially get there, y'all. But I mean, that's why I say there's more spiritual aspects of it than it is mental health, but it does affect your mental health. So I say all of that to say, watch what you are saying, because it is going to affect you. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be happy, joyful, or, you know, 
your actions are going to start to align with it because you keep saying the same stuff over and over and over again. You keep saying you broke. You will never get out of debt. <laughs> you know, like seriously, like you keep saying stuff. You will always financially struggle. You will always have to borrow money because you keep saying it. You're probably not even saying it to be serious, but because you keep doing it, those affirmations, they are literally affirming everything in your life. You got to be careful of that. If you want to stay in a contentment and joy and peace, speak positively into your life even when stuff is going wrong because it's going you'll you'll notice the difference the more you speak it of how calm and peaceful you are at the end of the day even though you probably had a rough day you'll still have some kind of contentment and joy because it's like you know what I have really fed my mental health to where I know that even in the midst of trouble everything is going to be okay I'm speaking that positivity into my life okay so Going back to the importance of words in the spiritual sense, there is a scripture, which is Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, that says the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. So, y'all, that's a real, you know, very blunt verse. It says how, you know, the power of life and death are literally in the tongue. So the stuff that you're saying It'll literally bring life or it'll bring death. And I think that that's why I say it's so powerful, because if you think about it, the more you speak life, you know, the more improved your life gets. However, the more you speak death, the more things, you know, start to go at bay. You speak death, you know, when we talk about our finances, when we talk about relationships, family, jobs, school, like a lot of times we're speaking our own deaths or like the death of things in our lives. And then we wonder why stuff goes wrong, but it's because you're speaking it. And Proverbs 18 is saying that. And that's why I think the other one is saying um, how the other part of the verse is what I'm saying is how it says those who love to talk will reap the consequences. And that I feel like that's just real straightforward. So there are consequences to everything, y'all, either good or bad decisions. The consequence is literally the aftermath. It's what comes after you've made a decision. It's the outcome. So whether you speak life or whether you speak death, it's going to be a consequence. If you speak a life, then the outcome is going to be more positive. But if you speak death, then it's not going to be a positive outcome. It's going to be negative. And I also want to point out that words are not just important when you speak it. It's also important when you write it. So the scripture that I'm thinking of now is, oh, Lord, I'm trying not to mess this. <laughs> I'm trying not to mess the name of this up. Habakkuk. I think that's how you say Habakkuk. I don't know how you say that book of the Bible, y'all, but it's not with an H. And it's that book, <laughs> chapter two. And I'm reading from verse two, where it says, then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow and coming, wait patiently for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. So that um, scripture specifically, a lot of people like it because it talks about, you know, writing visions and I know we're in a society, people love to do vision boards and stuff. And I ain't even knocking all of that because I do think it's a creative way to kind of envision what you want for your life. However, it's also expressing how writing even the vision is important. Pastor Mike Todd talks about, and I actually still have this written down from the beginning of 2021 when he did his series on Anchored. That's a really good series. If y'all didn't catch it, I would go back and watch it. There's no telling what he's going to do next year for his series, but 
when he did the Anchored series, he was saying about how vision has to be written down in order for it to, you know, come to pass. And then not only can do you have to write it down, but you got to speak it too. So that's what I mean going back to the whole affirmation thing. I do have a sheet of paper that says my vision for, and I'll either put the year or I'll even just put my vision for Dominique, you know, and put my full name in itself just because that's the vision that I have. And not only do I write that stuff down, but I try my best to speak it every single day. So after I've done prayer and worship and things like that in the morning or at night or whatever in the midday as needed, who knows, I will say my vision out loud because the thing is, is that Pastor Mike was trying to teach people how going back to this verse, whenever they had a, you know, answer or vision from God, they had to write it on the tablets and then a runner had to go and, you know, give it basically as in terms of like prophecy, because it's saying that this is the future. It's predicting the vision for the future time, meaning that it hasn't happened or it's not happening right now, but it's going to happen. And, you know, this is also where dreams and stuff come in because dreams can be signs of visions that you have for yourself or that you've written in it. Turn, not only are you speaking stuff in this, you know, bringing life or death, but you're also having dreams and stuff that coincide with it, which I will do a um, episode on dreams and things because I feel like that that is super, super, super important, even in mental health for sure. But um, stay tuned for that. <laughs> but no, seriously, like you not only have to watch what you're saying, but you got to watch what you write. So that goes back to the whole affirmation thing. If you are always writing negative stuff, then negative stuff is going to start to happen. Have you guys noticed that even in text messages, like, I think that's actually a really good example. I try my best not to text a lot of stuff no more. I love whenever, um, you know, my fellow iPhone users, shout out to y'all. I love when I'm texting or talking to iPhone users because I can just do the audio message. I would much rather do an audio message than a regular text message because when I, especially when it's something serious, which I don't like texting when it's something serious anyway, but sometimes you ain't got no choice, right? Like sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, but I would rather record it so you can hear my voice rather than just text it because texts can be misconstrued. Like it can, you could read something and think that somebody is yelling at you or that they got an attitude and that's really not the case. Like they're just plainly texting, but you never know that because you know, it's the text. And that just shows you how powerful words are, even when they are written down. How can you get a feeling or a vibe from a text message? Like, I don't think people pay attention to that. Like you, you can literally look at somebody texting and then you get like this vibe or you get a feeling of, man, they really don't want to talk to me or they had an attitude, especially if they ain't got the option. Like, you know, as iPhone users got, and I don't know, Android users may have it. I had an Android phone so long, y'all, but you know, who knows? They may have that option, but that that's just proving my point of how powerful words are. Not only when you speak them from your mouth or from the tongue, but also whenever you write them down on paper or in text messages, the words that you say, the words that you produce, they have power. They have the power to control things. They have the power to make consequences come about. They have the power to make people feel or affect other people. Going back to what I was saying about how like, you know, you tell people, oh, they stupid or oh, they this or oh, they that. And it's like, you can't just speak stuff like that casually because when it starts to come to pass, when it starts to affect you or affect people around you, you start looking at, okay, why is this always happening? Because you got to watch your mouth. I just think it's really important to drive home, you know, 
this point of you got to watch what you say. And that even goes back to, you know, I talked in the other episode, in the faith episode specifically about how, you know, you got to believe and you got to have that faith. So that even goes with saying stuff. If you're speaking life to situations, especially situations that look very grim or very hopeless, it is amazing how much speaking good and positive on it can change the situation. It can change how you even look at the situation. Even if it doesn't change the situation, it can change how you feel. Words have power and how they can, you know, affect us and how they affect others around us. That is the power of words. And that's why you got to look at things like cadence and tone and volume. Like all of that stuff goes into our words because especially when we're using communication with people, all of that makes a difference. You know, it can make or break a conversation. It can make or break a situation where you're trying to intervene or be a peacemaker and stuff. All of that goes into play. And that's why it's so important to, you know, consider it whenever you're talking or whenever you're writing stuff down. That is another reason why I like to journal. And when I journal, I like to do prayer journaling because when I journal, I am in a sense venting because it is a coping skill that I've used for a really, really long time. And it helps me to stay intact. It helps me to stay focused and it helps me to stay in good spirits. But when I do prayer journaling, I'm also I'm still even watching how I write words because it is all y'all. It all has power. It all has power behind it. And if you don't believe me, I I challenge you to like think of a rapper that is dead. I'm going to use the music because I feel like the music example is probably the most prevalent. Go to a rapper that is dead and look at majority of their songs and tell, you know, pay attention to how many times they speak their death. How many times they speak that they can see themselves in the coffin or that when they die this, like they literally say when I die, like they literally say that and they say it over and over and over again, like pay attention to it. And then, you know, you could even look at it if you want to get real philosophical into it, look into when the album or when the song dropped and then look at the year that they died and stuff like just pay attention to stuff like that. It is really, really, really powerful, guys, what we say. That is why, you know, I leave you with the point of watch what you say, watch what you say, not only to others, but watch what you say even by yourself, because you just don't know. You don't know. What what is going to happen from that stuff that you say? I will also say my second point is never speak out of pure emotion. Never speak without thinking. Who boy, that <laughs> I really could have made this a whole nother like part two to the episode, honestly, because we say stuff in the heat of the moment and never realize how powerful it is. I think that this goes back to a lot of examples of how people will tell people, I hate you and I never want to see you again. And then you next thing you know, they die or like they get sick with a terminal illness or something. And the people just be beating themselves up because they're like, I should have never said it. And while, you know, people will try to make them feel good. Oh, I've been yawning a lot. And why people try to make them feel good. I say, no, no, there was nothing you could have did with it. I, I, I. I'd be wanting people, I'd be like, well, you know, you got to watch what you say. You know, you got to speak life. You got to, you have to be careful what you're saying. If the scripture says that life and death come from the tongue, why would you not take that serious? I take it very serious. I will not speak things like I'm broke or this or that or death. Like I won't even joke about that stuff. I used to joke about it a lot. And now I've caught myself, you know, in this latter part of the year where I just really didn't say it that much anymore. 
because it's like, I don't even want to joke like that and put that out, you know, to the atmosphere that I'm broke or that I'm not, you know, wealthy and things like, no, like I'm going to speak it because the Bible says that I can speak life or death and I'm going to speak life to my family, to my situations, to everything. I'm not just going to speak death all the time. So if you're one of those people and you feel like you just speak out of term, like especially when you're in the heat of the moment, I would encourage you to use some coping skills. This is me talking as a therapist, like take a, take a breather, go do some deep breathing, go out by yourself, go meditate, go do something, you know, spiritual aspect, go pray, go talk to God, you know, go for a drive, but please do not just speak out of your emotions because you just, you know, most of the time y'all, we are emotional. We're not thinking straight anyway. Sometimes we got to take that beat to ourselves. So that way we know what we're saying and we're just not, you know, talking out the side of our neck, but it really is like important to consider all this stuff because it all, you know, it all makes a difference in our lives. You know, when you're talking about your relationships, don't always speak I think that's another good point. You know, I didn't even write that down, but for real, even when you speak in your relationships, y'all, a lot of times y'all relationship be feeling cause y'all, y'all literally speak just like those, you know, when I was using the example about rappers speak, they, y'all speak the death of your relationship. You go on to so-and-so talking about the person saying how this person is no good and they ain't never going to change. And they just like this and they just like that. And they never change. And now your relationship fails or they cheat. Or, you know, they hurt you. Like, you've literally spoken the death of stuff. Same thing, you know, with our finances. We speak jokingly. I'm broke. I'm this and I'm that. And then wonder why we can't never get ahead. Why bills are always late. Why we always got to borrow money. You know, I even speak. I think that there is importance in even speaking scripture. And that's my third point that I actually did right there because you know, they, I was taught that y'all in churches that when you pray, you're supposed, you need to throw the scripture in there because that's, that's where you come into that power and authority and dominion when you're praying, you know, when you're on that high spiritual warfare level. And I will always quote a scripture. That's why I thank God <laughs> for them years as a Bible quiz where I had to learn the Bible. I had to memorize it because it came in handy now that I'm an adult and I am in that spiritual mindset. I can easily quote scripture. I can easily, you know, bring it back to remembrance when I'm trying to do spiritual warfare and I'm praying and stuff. I'll say, no, God, your word says I am the lender and not the borrower. I am above and not beneath. Like I have to say that stuff because the more I say it, the more I speak it is power in it. That's why the Bible. No, that's why the Bible, man, like that's why it has all those scriptures. You're supposed to use it, you know? And yes, I get it for those people who already, I already feel you, you know, you're going to go, well, this stuff they have in the Bible that we don't agree with, like, you know, slavery and rape. I get that. I, I get that. And that is the whole reason why theology was made because theology teaches you all this kind of stuff. So if you want to learn more about that, I ain't going to go into that soapbox with you. Go talk to a theologian. Thank you very much. Go take theology classes. It'll teach you, you know, the basis of all of those stories and things like that, the purpose of them, things like that, the parables, everything in the Bible. But the thing is, is that most of the Bible, it is saying encouraging things. It is telling you exalt the Lord. It's telling you, you know, before... You know, I made you in the womb. I knew you. I appointed you to like, it's really speaking positive and you can easily take those words and put them into your situation or your perspective and it have the exact same effect, but you have to be willing to do that. You know, you got to watch what you say. 
So if you don't take anything else from this episode, watch your words, watch the words that you say, watch the words that you write, watch your words in general, guys, because they have a lot of power. Okay. Have you ever noticed, like I said, going back to the text message thing, even going back to letters and cards, if y'all don't notice, like next time you get a card or you get a letter from somebody, read it and just think about what you're feeling as you read those words. Like there's always some kind of emotional response. That's why I'm saying that words are so powerful. Words are so important. Words can make you feel some type of way. That's why, you know, it goes back to the mental health perspective and words can literally decide, you know, the fate that's happened, the stuff that's happening around you. I take the back. It's not going to, I ain't going to say it's going to decide fate, but it is going, it's going to play a part. It's going to play a part in it. It's going to play a part in the outcomes that happen in your life. That's why you got to watch what you say. That's why God wants us to watch our tongue. There are many scriptures that talk about, you know, watch the words that you say. And, you know, when you speak, speak with kindness and speak with, you know, this and that. I know in Job 33 and three, there's a lot of threes. It's my favorite number, but it says in Job 33 and three, I speak with all sincerity. I speak the truth. Like you have to watch how you're speaking, what you're speaking, what you're writing, how you're writing it, you know, because all of that stuff, it just transfers. There is so much power that goes into our words. So do not take that lightly, but take it to heart. You know, that the words that I'm saying, the words that I'm writing, they're either going to have a negative effect or they're going to have a positive effect. And that's what you really got to boil it back down to. Are the words that I'm using in this letter, in this text, or, you know, even in my speech, are they good or are they bad? Are they bringing more to my life or are they taken away from my life? And I feel like if we pay more attention to that, our lives would be a little bit easier or we would see a difference, you know, in outcomes in our life. So, yeah, watch what you say, guys. Alright guys, and that is it for today's episode. I yawned so much in this episode, I feel like I need to take a nap. <laughs> like, I'm usually not a nap kind of person, but I don't know. It's already been a busy day. I did survive <laughs> the Bath and Body Works sales and stuff. I survived the sales, woohoo! Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body Works always have these semi-annual sales, y'all, so I be trying to catch them, especially after the holidays because I got gift cards and things and I survived. It was packed, but I got out of there, so... <laughs> Maybe that's why my energy gone. I need to rest. But thank you guys just for, you know, sticking to the end of the episode. Thanks for, so much for tuning in like you always do. Continue to share this podcast with somebody who you feel like may be encouraged or may need the knowledge and wisdom that come from the topics of the episode. Continue to hit me up with your comments or suggestions or questions that you may have after episodes. And just don't forget to give it a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts as well as check out the Wise Words website and blog. But until next got until next time guys tongue twister sorry <laughs> till next time you guys have a blessed week we are almost to 2022 so be on the lookout for a bonus episode that comes on new year's eve new year's day but see you guys next time peace <laughs>